Yes, good morning. You're with Gareth Hall this Saturday, November 11th. It's Remembrance Day. It's such an important day in this beautiful country's history. It's a big good morning to you listening on your local SEN track dial right across the country. And a big hello to you wherever you may be listening on the SEN app. Well, it's the end of another magical week. It started with Flemington coloured in black and white. The young and the old celebrating a Melbourne tradition that has survived the test of time. And the 70,000 race goers proving that racing is as resilient and spectacular as ever. The punters have had to be resilient as well this week with the hot, dry and windy conditions, delivering results that has put them well and truly on the back foot, basically from the get-go. The stories, however, never disappoint. Osmos has changed the lives of many of his Derby City good owners with a devastating display from the front. To win the Coolmore, Bjorn Bacon and Rachel King combining for their finest moment in this beautiful game. James McDonald didn't have his predicted day of domination, but he still delivered a J-Max special to lift Riff Rocket over the line in the derby that produced Chris Waller with back-to-back Flemington Classics. At the 300 metres, Sunsets goes to the lead. Three pullers of the length in front of Riff Rocket, followed by Apulia. Sunsets at the 200, Riff Rocket taking it back. Riff Rocket took the front. It's just in front, Riff Rocket from Sunset to Apulia. Riff Rocket, Apulia's coming at it. Riff Rocket, Apulia, a head bobber. Head bobber, a photo finish. A thrusting down. Yeah, Riff Rocket got it. And then Pride of Jenny, thanks to a daring and breathtaking ride by Declan Bates, delivered the upset in the Empire Rose to conclude the Group 1s on day one. And then Cup Day arrived. And we saw another European favourite flop in Vorban, while without a fight, delivered one of the great Melbourne Cup performances, thanks to one of the all-time great Melbourne Cup rides by the all-conquering Mark Zara to give one of the all-time great racing families another Cup success. And this time, it was the father-son team of Anthony and Sam Friedman's turn to etch their names into Cup history. A length in front, but without a fight, is running on right down the centre of the track. Without a fight, up to absurd bow and declare and Shiraz the bolter. It's without a fight, a hundred metres to go, two or three lengths in front, coming away from Shiraz and also Solcom. Without a fight, Mark Zara, a Melbourne Cup champion. Oaks Day once again it was J-Mac delivering on the big stage and once again it was the Blue Army led by James Cummings and this time it was with his little Philly Sardozzi that provided Cadolphin with another classic on a Thursday. Sardozzi kicks into gear, three lengths in front from Ethel Flynn, then Basilina, but it's all Sardozzi. Sardozzi coming clear from Ethel Flynn and Sardozzi wins the Oaks for J-Mac, won it by two lengths. And now we turn our attention to Champions Day. That will need a champion's performance if you want to taste success this afternoon. New Zealand's best mare in Paratrees takes on Australia's best mare in In Secret. In a champion sprint, you can't afford to miss, I promise you. Tiaka Racing v Cadolphin, Cumming v Walker and McDonald v Vossen in a contest of dreams. Talking about dreams, two of the most admired warriors will once again go to battle. Alligator Blood v Mr Brightside, two equine gladiators that don't know how to lie down. But today they'll have to be at their fighting best to hold off the talented fangirl will be aiming to finish off her own spring to remember. And then we'll come to the champion stakes where West Wind Blows will try and do what Romantic Warrior did in a Cox Plate and crush the dreams of the locals. Standing his way is a talented lineup headed by the old boy Zaki who could raise himself into champion status by taking out his third straight champion stakes. 
Yep, it has all the ingredients to be one of the great days. And I promise you there is no better place than Flemington on Champions Day. And there is no better place to start your punting day than right here on your home of chasing, pacing and racing on SEN Track. I'm Gareth Hall. Welcome to Flemington. We are live at Flemington today for Champions Day. This is winners thanks to Kilmore Toyota and Picklebet. And this team has been sensational all spring talking about champions. Let's welcome them in. Mickey Gannon, hello to you. Good morning, D. Great intro there. Loved it all. And uh, what a day of racing we are set for. Last day of the Flemington Carnival, and I can't wait to get stuck in, mate. And Pickle Bet's very own, the number one man, Brett Baker. Hello to you, Bakes, on this Saturday morning. Uh, hi, mate. How are you? What are you? Well. Uh, a long week as a punter and an even longer week as a horse owner this week. I tell you what, yep. the ups and downs of racing, I've seen them all. But so. we're resilient, aren't we, Bakes? Uh, we love mate, it. We we'll are. back we up again gotta, today. We just got to keep turning up, mate. We just keep turning up. And at Rose Hill today, it's a terrific day. Golden Gift Day and Five Diamonds Day. That's where $2 million for the five-year-olds. And Tino surely can have a change of luck. He's the favourite for Queensland. And he's into $2.70 now with Pickle Bet. I'll arrive here at Flemington today, lads. And as I mentioned in that intro, intro that the wind conditions and the heat have played havoc during this Flemington Carnival. It's been difficult to work out the pattern. And I arrive here at headquarters at the home of racing and the poor girls getting everything ready today with their caps on have been blowing off. Uh, they've been picking up their hat nearly every third step, which means it could be an absolute dead set headache for us punters again if we can't work out this win, Mickey Gannon. It's been a tough one, G. You have to be on your toes and you have to be uh, agile in this game. And the uh, I think the tracks have played really well. You've just got to, uh, just got to assess it as it is. But all... Uh, oh. All uh, things point to uh, runners down the middle today, G. Is, have you heard any uh, heard anything on that? Well, I think that's just the case. They'll go to the centre to the outside. So if you're drawn out wide down the straight, it's a big advantage. And you, we all know that you need to be where the pace is as well. So the horses that generate that pace anyway can get you to that right spot. And we saw that a little bit on Thursday. But I think, for instance, in the champion sprint, both In Secret and Imperatrice are beautifully drawn. In Secret's not far away from Star Patrol that will cart her into the race perfectly. And then Imperatrice has got a wide gate. She just needs to handle the straight and we will have one hell of a race in that contest as well. So I think that's the Makita XGT Experience Professional Cordless Power Without Limits. They'll be getting off the fence. There's no doubt about that. But the wind conditions here will play a part. Um, once again, we'll see if we can have a chat to Liam O'Keefe a little later on. Um, but I think you just got to monitor what's happening in the early stages and hopefully that wind dies down as we yeah, get I think we're looking at 30 kilometre southerlies, G. So a little bit yeah. different to what we've seen in the past, but uh, they are dying down. It was really windy this morning and yeah. they're suggesting it's probably go from like 45 down to 30 later on when they start racing. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon the... I reckon the situation there with the wind will be a little bit similar what happened on Saturday. So I think horses out in front can get a bit of a buffer if it if it remains a little bit stronger than um, the the twenty k plus wins. But once again, we'll just have to monitor that situation. Let's have a look at the feature races at Flemington today. We'll kick off with the Daly Champion Sprint. Imperatrice two dollars per pickle bet. In Secrets firmed in a little bit, but I still think there's too much between these horses with the market. $4 in Secrets. She's $2.05 top two, which is a bet and a half, I would imagine. As far as at $12, Bella, Tip Bella Nipatina, $15. She defeated the Everest champ 
and think about it. And also Private Eye last week in Sydney, and you're getting fifteen dollars five seventy five top two. The dry conditions, and I guess Gate One's a concern for her. Bunis Notches has had some backing during the week. Sixteen dollars to Upper Trolls seventeen. Espiona eighteen. Airman at twenty six. Front page at twenty six. The Kosciuszko champ, and then big prices for Lofty Strike at fifty to one. And C Magique is at one hundred twenty six dollars. Mickey Gaddon. How do you read this year's uh, Darley Champion Sprint? Cracking race. Really good addition here, G. I think uh, it. It's a race in two, but if you wanted to play outside, let's just touch on those horses quickly. I think Bella Nipotina is the one. She, she's been really, you know, clearly underestimated by the market here. She's come out and she's beaten Think About It and she's beaten Private Eye and she's beaten them really, really well. They're two horses that were more than competitive or well, one was a winner of, of the Everest. And coming up against uh, an in secret who, um, if you tie those form lines in, Bella Nipotina has to be a little bit over the odds. So if you're looking for exotics, definitely have her in. But in secret, her record down the straight is phenomenal. Uh, it, it can't be ignored. J-Mac, they combined. He and uh, Jimmy Cummings and Godolphin combined in the Oaks. I suggest they probably combined for a very, very good run here. Coming up against a horse in Paratrees, she's probably the best sprinter in the world, if not Australasia. So more than likely becomes the world who is down the straight for the first time. When it's all said and done, G, I think it is going to be a race in two, and I think Bella Nipotina will finish third. And I think that, uh, well, if Imperatrice handles the straight and, and produces what we've seen at the Valley, she wins. Simple as that. If she doesn't, in secret, we'll be, we'll be right there and um, may prove too good. Very, very hard race. The way I'm playing it is I've backed in secret. You can still back in secret $4 and you can uh, chop out a bit with Imperatrice as she'll just drift a little bit I suspect closer to top probably $2.20 there Bakes what are your thoughts on uh, on the Dali Champion Sprint look you've covered it incredibly well as per usual in secrets run in the um, in the Everest was probably the run of the race as far as I was concerned uh, we know how well she goes down the straight Imperatrice has got to come and do something a little bit different today and and look, I'm not saying that she can't do it, but your $2 Imperatrice, you double that within secret. As you said, you take the top two and you, you know, you get $2. The Quinella bet for me, um, Bella Nipotina, I think goes better around the bend. So I'd actually be having a sneaky, maybe for your trifectas or first fours on Star Patrol. I think Star Patrol okay. gets out in front and uh, yeah, I, I think there's a bit of value there. Pickle bet, wonderful supporters of winners. Of course, get extra place every race, but Pickle bet's top four betting. But gee, all bet took on Wayne Hawks on, I think it was Wednesday with the means test bakes. I said, oh, you can have 100 to 1, Airman. <laughs> he, he had a dollar each way, would you believe, the big fella, Wayne? That's a big bet for Wayne. That's stupid odds, Gareth. He said, I said, I'll take you one. He gave me $5. I refused to give him the change as well. And um, so, he, so he's actually got $2.50 on if it lobs. No, no, only dollar. He got a ticket for a dollar each way. Then I shouted everybody the coffees there with his the three dollars there at the McCafe. So I'm just I went and did the form with Air Man as well, just because I got a little bit worried and um, yeah. had to put two fifty each way, mind you, to lay off here because I couldn't really <laughs> bear to pay Wayne a hundred dollars out of my own pocket. So, but I was he's not without a chance. This horse, I think he's a he's a place chance, Mickey Gannon. And oh. do you know what I love about this setup? Like Team yep. Hawks wouldn't do this if they didn't think he's up to it. Like they don't, they don't turn up to these Group Ones here just for the sake of it. Yeah, it's fair enough, G. Like yeah. I, th- I think he was really good. He jumped out of the ground against better quality, but 
he's he, look he needs to produce a, 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 like a really superior rating to anything he's ever gone close to to run top three yeah. that's my biggest concern he was a best bet for us in a benchmark 94 two weeks ago we're now in a like a best bet and a proper like one of the best bets of the carnival sort of setup but that was a benchmark 94. He was. When, hey, water goes. Got the water goes for him. Yeah. Now, yeah. now we're going yeah. to the champion sprint on the last day of the carnival. Um, but he's a very progressive horse, though, isn't he? I mean, he's probably one of the most progressive horses in the race. That that second behind IME was was a massive run. And once again, at big odds. Um, this might just be a bit, might have come around a bit too quick for him, I think. But, I think yeah, you're right, Jay. I think, I think $101 is, is probably okay. a little bit over the top. $81 is like right yeah. there. O four double nine. I think your two deluxe is safe. All right then, mate. O four double nine seven three six seven three six to join our conversation. Text messages are flying, flowing through already. Hawley, can I just say, you blokes, which is probably me here, you directing this te- text message at uh, Steve. You blokes have been great, but your prediction that J Mac riding six to seven winners on Derby Day was a little bit off. I think he's only ridden four overall at the moment. I don't know about that. He's he's definitely ridden the two classics, but. He's been close on a few occasions, and as I said in that intro, um, we all thought it would be Derby Day demolition by J-Mac. He would just dominate, but that wing condition, or those wing conditions didn't help his cause. So Dozy was the run of the race. Every every other day of the week, she wins probably, and so does a tissue. Um, yeah, well, he's but, spot on. He's spot on. We, we yeah. thought, I think I might have said he'd ride five. Bakes was probably four and you're a six. And, <laughs> you know, with another 30 centimetres, he, he he rides at yeah. least Zardozzi in a tissue. That's the way the game goes. We've got to have opinions and we, we got it wrong this time. But hopefully today 100%. we get it right plenty times, G. Um, G, man, leave the editorials to, to Waitley. That's a very good point. That is, I was only trying, it's been a long carnival, so I just tried to, to just to psych myself up. I thought you did a good um, job, to be fair. Yeah, That's probably Milo so. texting that in. You've done a great job. Yeah, yeah. No, I love the feedback, honest feedback from our listeners. So I really do appreciate that. Um, G, man, can't wait for today. Um, I am pumped up, ready to go. In secret, my very best to defeat Imperatrice. So send those text messages in. We'll take a quick break. We are live at Flemington here for the final day of the carnival. It's also, of course, five diamonds there Five Diamonds Day at um, Rose Hill. And there's some terrific race meetings around the country as well. That Perth Carnival's in full swing. We'll have some winners for you after 10 o'clock with Terry Layton. The feature um, races roll on there in South Australia. They've changed their setup this season. They've got some um, feature races during a, a late spring slash summer carnival now in Adelaide. So we'll have a chat to Mitchie Lewis about that Morphville form as well. Um, along with um, our man Heath Pope as well, just after 10 o'clock. But we'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll take a look at the Champions Mile. What about this race? It's going to be a beauty this afternoon when um, these two warriors, Mr. Brightside and Alligator Blood, along with a fangirl, go head-to-head once again to see who is the best miler in this country. Welcome back to Winners, thanks to Kilmore Toyota and also Picklebet, which has involved fixed odds, can extra place every race with Picklebet's top four betting. You win some, you lose more for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And, um, of course, Kilmore Toyota, terrific um, supporters of us here on Winners, especially on a Saturday morning. So make sure you rev up your savings at Kilmore Toyota's used vehicle sale, making way for new Toyota stock. Hit Kilmore Toyota's website today, and view 
the used vehicle range. Let's have a look at the Champions Mile. And I think this is the Champions Race to decide the best miler in this country. Brett Baker, as I go to you here first, you've got three absolute dead set stars of the game. For me, they're champs because they turn up each and every spring and try their heart out and they deliver on the big stage more often than not. And when they fail, fail, when they go down in these big dances, they go down fighting. And I can't wait to see what happens today between the bright side and the, the alligator. And then you throw in Fangirl who destroyed Mr. Brightside and the King Charles and was unlucky from a tough draw in a Cox Plate. Whether she can back up, dropping back into trip today, time will tell. So Mr. Brightside, 260, is now the strong favourite with Pickle Bet. Fangirl, 280. Alligator Blood is out the 380. Pride of Jenny, 17. The Tassie Star, the Inevitable, $19. Victoria Rhodes had some backing. Winkers go on, dropping back in trip. Gets an inside gate for Blake Shin at 20 to 1. And then... Um, we've got Banker's Choice at 70 to 1. So, Bakes, what are we doing here, brother? Are you Which which team are you on? I'm leaning towards um, Fangirl, I'm... but I want to watch these win conditions. I want to see what happens here because Alligator Blood could be the one that gets the, the brakes go his way if it's difficult for these horses to make up some ground. Yeah, look, um, it, it's, it's not a horse I usually back. I, I don't usually back Alligator Blood. But today, he's got my cash. Uh I think it will, you know, that wind will get behind them a little bit. And I think he runs a better 1,600 than he does 2,000. He was huge in the Cox Plate. The horse has gone to it. You know, I mean, he was at an amazing level already. Um, but I think he's got better this prep, if that's even possible. And um, I think at 380, that's a great bet. So, yeah, I'll be having a bit there. I mean, it's not a huge betting race for me. I think, uh, you know, ultimately any of those three, Fangirl, Alligator Blood or Mr. Brightside could win the race. But, yeah, I'll be having a little bit on Alligator Blood. Mickey Gannon. I love it. Yeah, I'm with Alligator Blood as well. I think um, he's probably better suited of the two back to 1,600 metres. I thought we, you know, all the talk was about Mr. Brightside's going to be a better horse after that sort of half-flat run in Sydney in the King Charles. Uh, when I say half-flat, just being flogged by Fangirl. Um, and we thought 2,000 metres, Mr. Brightside was going to be the absolute um, ideal scenario and for it and now it goes back to 1600 meters again so that's a negative i thought alligator blood albeit same um, setup probably a bit more of a positive because it's just going to be a length um in front of mr bright side i thought fangirl just gets the perfect setup here though gee um, whether they go fast or slow i don't think it really matters she'll get to the best part of the track and she can fly over the top so what i'm going to do is i'm going to be laying the guts out of mr bright side backing alligator blood and fangirl g and i'm really confident with that play uh, and sometimes you get egg on your face but i don't think this will be one of those times so what price do you think this alligator blood will start then, Mickey Gannon? Well, it, it continues to drift, so I, I don't understand why. Um, you might might touch $4 soon, the way it's going, um, but I, I'd be, I, I'm happy to take the $3.80. I don't care if it gets to $4. Um, Mr. Brightside's intriguing, G, because I, I, got, I just got this feeling it's, he's going to start close to the $3, but they just continue to back it. And do you know, I, had him, yeah, I had him mark $3.80. I don't understand the price. This is my theory, all right? So hear me out. So just before nominations close, Mickey Gannon, and then I'll get your thoughts on this, Bakes, that Alligator Blood was in the champion stakes, and there was only four acceptors, I think, for the champion's mile. And then Pride of Jenny was a late nom, and then they swapped over Alligator Blood. So whether the punters are looking at that thinking, maybe they thought it was a better chance in the champion stakes but because of the lack of noms there, they decided to go to a champion's mile. Am I reading too much into that? Because I all th I think we all would be in agreement here that 
that Alligator Blood's a better mile than a mile horse than a mile and a quarter. But listening to Adrian Bott and Gay Waterhouse after the Cox Plate leading up to this day, Gay said at breakfast with the Stars on the Tuesday after the Cox Plate that she would probably prefer to go to a champion stakes. And I guess Adrian was of a, a similar opinion because he was in the champion stakes before they they did the late switch there to the champion's mile um, there, Mickey Gannon. Well, they're pretty astute, the stable. So I think what's probably unfolded here is West Wind Blows. The form lines are stacked up and they probably, the suggestion is the horse is really good. They've got Zaki that would probably go head to head with it. And they probably think, well, Pride and Jenny's going to jump out in this champion's mile and, and pour it on. And then, then we can just sit off it do what we like so as far as race shape goes and opportunities go i think i think the mile is definitely the right decision g bakes yeah look i'm not i I wouldn't disagree with any of that i I mean they're going to know you know my comments on this are probably kind of irrelevant but um i i honestly don't know why they didn't go here first i would have thought that he is historically a better horse over a mile so um, it seems a strange decision that they were going the other way. I mean, he's running the Cox Plate was huge. You can't take anything away from that at all. But, um, yeah, you know, I agree with that. Pride of Jenny will lead them up and then he sits there and, you know, maybe he just has too much on them over the mile. So, mm. I don't know. I think it's a good call to put him here. I think, yeah, I think West Wind Blow is going to be, you know, anyway. Bakes, tough to you, I give you the tip, you beautiful man. You're never irrelevant, son. Whatever you say. <laughs> Um, oh, love you, buddy. 9.29, just quick, there's a text message coming through. Gareth, what do you make of Victoria Road? What's your old mate Johnny saying? I think Victoria Road, they put the winkers on him. He got too keen in the Cox Plate. He's now with Kiramar and David Eustace after leaving Aidan O'Brien's care. I saw a video of him at Werribee, and he looks a million dollars. So the winkers go on. If he can settle leaders back, his form lines over this trip on the world stage is a is full of full full of class. Like at his best, if he turns up, he'll be in the money. But after well, he's a mileage, he he's a miler. Yeah, they probably they probably stretched him out to the two thousand meters, hoping with a bit of hope. But he's a miler, yeah. so he's, he's far better suited here than what he was in the Cox Plate. And what did he SP in the Cox Plate? Seventeen dollars. You're getting twenty odd dollars plus yeah. here. So it's not a bad angle. I think he's a dollar each way. He's a horse that you got to put in your qualities because. I think he's proven at his very best. He could be really competitive here, but we're yeah, seeing I don't think he'll beat Alligator times. Blood, but if you want to play exotics, you definitely yes. throw him in there. Yeah. We've seen it a few times. Alcohol Free is the perfect example. Just because they've got those form lines over in, in Europe and other parts of the world doesn't necessarily mean they're going to bring them here. It's depending on how they travel and settled in and the, the racing style in this country. So... Um, He's definitely a watch horse. It's 9.30. Let's take the news. We'll come back and preview the champion stake straight after this. This is winners on this Saturday morning. We're live from Flemington. Make sure you rev up your savings at Kilmore Toyota's used vehicle sale, making way for new Toyota stock at Kilmore Toyota's website today and view the used vehicle range and get an extra place every race with PickleBet's top four betting. An odds update for PickleBet. Try top four betting today. All new at PickleBet. 9.33, Gareth Hall with you. This is winners thanks to Picklebet. Get your extra place every race with Picklebet's top four betting. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. A few text messages coming through. Morning, G. Hope Fangirl really announces herself today. People seem to refuse to believe how good she is. I think horses who take a Golden Eagle path as a four-year-old get a weird profile sometimes, like Colette. That's a good point you make. Now, Marcus, wind has changed, gents, straight southerly now. 
leaders have no advantage. It's a very good point you make, whoever that is. That's Mitch. Good on you, Mitch. That'll be interesting to see what does happen. Hopefully, just it, it dies down a little bit, this wind. I hate the wind. It's For the punters out there, it's, it's difficult, um, especially when it's changing all the time. We see it in WA where you've got red-hot leaders and then the Fremantle doctor comes in and then you can't lead and you've got to be out the back swooping out wide. Um, but that's when you have to be like a football coach and you've got the, the magnets in front of you and you need to change your game plan around from time to time when you see the wind conditions um, affecting the way that the pattern is on a day. And we saw it on Derby Day. Why do you guys insist on forecasting starting prizes? Just focus on your tips. It's hard enough to pack a winner without crystal ball gazing about SP. I don't know if we're concentrating on the SP. It's just it's just stating the obvious sometimes. SPs, especially with a horse like a, a Victoria Road, they can be useful to help our listeners, not necessarily you, mate, um, but I understand where you're coming from. You want to simplify, but sometimes listeners don't mind having that type of information in front of their Mickey Gannon. Because Victoria Road's the perfect example. I think two-year-olds' SPs are a waste of time. But um, with a horse like Victoria Road, obviously there was some money around that he could be really competitive in a, in a Cox Plate. Mate, I think Mick's uh, just stepped away, so I might step in. Yeah. Um, Good yeah, chat, Mick. <laughs> uh, no, Mick, he's back. He's back. The question was, Mick, uh, Victoria Road, what are you thinking today? It was about the SP, yes. Sorry, but yeah, the SP there. Um, um, why do you guys insist on forecasting starting prices? Just focus on your tips. It's hard enough to back a winner without a crystal ball gazing about SP. But I can understand. I think because without, we were asked. Yeah, I think sometimes that I agree with the two-year-old SPs, and sometimes SPs um, are a tool that I think get overused a little bit. But I, for Victoria Road, I think it's important in a way because obviously, as I said, he was well respected by some anyway to win our greatest race, the Cox Plate. Now. Let's try and find a winner in the champion stakes today. And with Picklebet, I wonder what price West Wind Blows has come up with today because he's been brilliant since he's arrived in Australia, second in a Turnbull, second in a Caulfield Cup. And he arrives here today as the easing $2.90 favourite West Wind Blows. He's, he's drifted from yesterday. Kanzaki do the hat-trick and win this race on three consecutive occasions. He's at $5. You could get $9 at the start of the week. Prowess, the Kiwi star, $6. A tissue was mighty defeat in a Empire Rose last Saturday at six seventy-five. Juaz at 7 There's a case to say she should have finished a lot, lot closer in a Cox Plate. Buckaroo at 16 Montefiore at 26 Wetor at 40 to one Young Verter at 40 to one Pinstriped and Zayrak both at 60 to one Mickey Gannon, you with West Wind Blows here to go one better? Yeah, I'm going to back two horses, G. As we talked earlier in the week on the weekend preview, and Zaki was a horse we were keen on around that $7 mark. I still think that he's going to be much better suited here for a 14-day um, break compared to, I think it was 42 days going into a Cox Plate. So he's a horse I'd be keen to back. I think Jamie reunites. I hope she's going to be nice and positive there from the wide draw today. And you've got uh, Jamie Spencer on West Wind Blows from Barrier 2. So his job's pretty easy from there. I think they're the two. I think they'll dominate up on speed. And I think the others uh, back in the pack will be uh, find it very, very difficult to make ground on these two horses because they're the best horses in the race. And I just can't see them going 
overly hard, but hard enough, if that makes sense. So I've said a, a really, a really what you call like a moderate tempo, but then probably click them up from the 800 and it'll be a race in two. So you can probably back them both for a profit. But just quickly, G, just for the person that texted in, why are SPs important? Well, it's pretty simple. If you if you see a horse here at $4 and you think it's going to start $3, you'd back it now because it means you have less on to get the same result, which means that down the track later in the day, if that horse has lost, you have an extra $10 to spend. So SPs are super important and having understanding of the way the market is going to go is only going to help you have more money to bet at the end of the day, Bakes. Uh, yeah, look, West wind blows for me. I thought the runs so far have been absolutely sensational. Um, the, it, I, I, two bet strategy again for me because I thought Jewish was a hard luck story in the Cox Plate. Um, I actually really liked Jewish how it was going to set up for the Corker Cup. So um, went to the Cox Plate. Tough story, tough watch. Um, gets a lot more track here. And so, yeah, I'll be doing the same thing. I'll be having a bit on each of them. So, Juaz and West Wind Blows for Bakes there. If I gave you $50 in this race, Mickey Gannon, how are you playing it for the champion stakes? Are we like, um, say, $30 West Wind Blows, $20 Darky? Beautiful. Love it. Hey, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back with our best bets at Flemington straight after this. Picklebet has evolved fixed odds with top four betting. All new at Picklebet, the next-gen betting app. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. For all the tips, head to SEN underscore track on Twitter or text us on 0499 736 736. Live across Australia on SEN track, this is Winners with Gareth Hall. Great to be with you this Saturday morning, Gareth Hall, with you live at Flemington. Rev up your savings at Kilmore Toyota's used vehicle sale, making way for new Toyota stock at Kilmore Toyota's website today and uh, view the used vehicle range and get an extra place every race with Picklewet's top four betting. You win some, you lose more for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Makita XG experience professional callers power without limits. Just had a quick chat off air there to Liam O'Keefe, the track curator. And the wind has turned around from a northerly to a southerly. It'll be around that 30K mark throughout the day. Actually, and he just pointed out that the weather conditions stay regarding the temperature. It's going to cool right down. We'll get around 19 degrees for the majority of the day. In fact, we hit the hottest part of the day at 7.30 this morning. So, and he was mentioning on Saturday, because of the southerly and what was going through the jockeys' minds, is that maybe a few of them just rode a little bit too conservatively trying to get cover and looking for cover and the leaders were able to dictate terms out of front out in front get a breather and then kick for home with the tailwind behind them down this straight i reckon the jocks would have learned a few things from that meeting on saturday and i've got a feeling that that might turn around a little bit and there there might be more horses making up ground here at flemington today but that will be intriguing to watch and i think and i'm just trying to assess it now, Mickey Gannon. Sometimes we can try and confuse ourselves a little bit with this win. I think you just trust your hoop. And, and if you like Fangirl, you back Fangirl with confidence. If you like Alligator Blood, back him with confidence. Um, if you like In Secret and those horses, uh, um, West Wind Blows, I, I think you can back them with confidence. I think you just got to trust your jockey today. 
Yeah, 30 kilometers an hour is sort of that inflection point between actually having some effect and having none. So if it's gusts of 30 and it sits around 20, then I wouldn't be too worried about it, G. But you're spot on. They've, you know, this is like four days of a golf tournament. They're on their final day now. They know they know the, the course well, Correct. the track well. They know the conditions well. They've ridden to it all week, most of these jockeys. So I think they'll be far more aggressive this time around. Um, because you know it is it is the last day of the Flemington Carnival, so they'll that, be uh, far more aggressive than they were on the first day, I'd imagine. That is one hell of yeah, hundred percent, Bakes. That's one hell of analogy there from our man Gano. Um, hey, Bakes, final day of the golf tournament, the final day of um, four days, of course. So they would you have made the cut, G? You reckon? Um, well, no, Bakes missed it. No, I missed the cut. I missed. Uh, hey, listen, with all due respect, yeah, I missed, we it. missed the cut last Saturday. It's right. the first, know, it's the first cut that a, I've made in about 20 years. Mate, I know you had a fill-up on Tuesday, and you did well on Thursday, but you missed the cut on Saturday, right? No, none, none two, rounds, two, two rounds none before the cut. Though. I just scraped through something. Mate, you're going, you know what? Mate. I think the cut would have been extremely low anyway, so we might have snuck in. You never know. <laughs> I don't know. If there's ever been a cut where no one has made the cut, there's like um, it could be the lowest ever. Um yeah, there wasn't many people the, winning on Derby Day, that's for sure. Yeah. That was All right, then. Let's have a look at your best bets for the remainder of the card. Do you want me to start here, guys? I'm not the expert. Kick off, G. Von Hawk will win the first. Um, it's our time will win the second. God bless it. Swartz are these best bets win. or are you just giving us like a, a race by race? Sort these of are tip? best bets. So race Series. one, two, confident. Swartz, confident. Race four, you could have. What a terrible race that is. Full of <laughs> out-of-form wet trackers. Doing battle at Flemington, the Queen Elizabeth Stakes. On a dry deck into the wind. Yeah, on a Perfect. dry t- Yeah, maybe a maid. Mitchy Lewis's horse can win that. Um, you can have the Matriarch Stakes. In secret to win the Champions Sprint. Fangirl to win the Champions Mile. Uh, you know what? I want to trust. I would back West Wind Blows with any other jockey on, but Jamie Spencer, you just can't have in this country. And hopefully... Has he, has he bazzled you? Have you sent him a message and said, let's go out for a drink? And he's gone, nah. Sorry, because you've been off him. You're no, done. I love Jimmy Spencer. I love Jimmy yeah. Spencer. And I talked to Kiramara about this the other day. And he goes, mate, he's just a good bloke. I said, he must be the best bloke in history to continue to get these opportunities and continually muck up. Um, and he's a great, as I said, he's a great rider in England. I used to love him. Sit, sprint type of jockey on these big spacious tracks, Jay Spencer. Um, and, he, and, hey, all credit to him. I thought his ride in the Caulfield Cup was exceptional. But his record, 17 rides yet to win. Um, you know, he's he's just he hasn't fired at the moment in this country. Um, so Flemington's a big, spacious track. If anything, it is. It is. So let's hope he can deliver. I'm a, hey, do you know what, Jimmy Spence? I'm backing you in today, son. Oh, oh there he is. Oh, oh, there he is. He's talking oh, into it. He's got a oh, rubber yeah. arm, old G Hall. I love it. Hey, and we'll go to the Osborne tonight and have a, a glass of Chardonnay. Yeah, there it is. There uh, it is. All right, then, Mickey, <laughs> celebrate your together. Best. Yeah, your best. Uh, yeah, I think in uh, Flemington, race three, number three, Pantheon represented some value. It's been very well back now, so it's a bit shorter than what it was when we tipped it on Thursday, but I think it would be hard to beat. Uh, and then, look, I found the rest of the meeting pretty hard. I thought Kin in the last was a horse we didn't really touch on too much, but I think taking a deep dive into that race now draws ideally for the last race of the day. It will be very, very hard to beat race nine, number nine, Kin. Bakes? Um, I'm going a bit wide with some of my... Well, you know, our best bets. I mean, we've talked through the big races, but some other horses that I'm interested in. In race two, a horse called Pokari Curry, who was great last prep, but has been horrible the first two starts. Just missed the start on both occasions. I think Flemington will make a difference. 
And if she doesn't miss a start by too far, is going to figure at pretty decent odds. Um, race four, as you said, pretty average staying race. I, I, I don't necessarily agree with that. But anyway, it, it is a staying race. Um, and so what, Don't you agree with Bakes? Well, no, I, I, I don't agree that it's a terrible staying race. Yes, it um, is. It's woeful. No, it's not you terrible. It's just shocking. You, you tell me a horse. You tell me a horse. You know, there's some pretty horses in that race. Anyway, yeah, look, I like So Dazzling each way. Yeah. Just because values. he's trained by Johnny Sargent. John Sargent. We had John Sargent on this morning on the Sydney set, Bakes. I'm sure you were listening. Uh, I wasn't, actually. I was dealing okay. with uh, small child admin. So, sorry, yeah. mate. Unbelievable. Well, oh, thanks for your support. I have a, mate, I have a, mate, I get an hour of you. That's enough on a Saturday. Sure. That's come. that's a good point you make, Bakes. I can have it's two hours of Mickey Gannon. Two um, hours. Good thanks, Lord. Um, and uh, my best all day, actually, is in race five, a horse called Deny Knowledge. Yes, named after you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God help oh, us. I walked into that, didn't I? Yeah, you anyway. did. You did. Um, hey, I've got to take a break. We'll come, we'll come back and, geez, there's a few people there just opening up their shoulders on the text message. I'll read them out straight after this. Plus, oh, we'll can we not? Tips. Yeah, I like it. Um, <laughs> Um, and then we'll read out the um, – then we'll get your best in Sydney today as well. This is Winners Live from Flemington for the final day. It's Champions Day. Jeez, it's great to have your company on this Saturday. Making way for new Toyota stock. Hit Kilmore Toyota's website today and view the used vehicle range. Live across Australia on SEN Track. This is Winners with Gareth Hall. Oh, you love it, don't you? On a Saturday morning, great to be with you. It's Champions Day and it's Five Diamonds Day there at Rose Hill. Looking at the pickle bet market for the Five Diamonds, you've got Antino at 270, the market leader. Semi Clippin's turn not to get held up on this horse. Oh, um, you did it. No, I did. That's 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 just fact. He just hasn't had any luck. The Queensland star, unspoken at seven. Democracy Manifest at nine fifty, Detonator Jack at ten dollars, Hu Yamel at fourteen, Waterford at fourteen, Jimmy Hendricks, the former UK galloper, first up here for Annabel Nisham at sixteen. Hope in your heart. There's no hope in the punters' hearts with this gallop out to seventeen dollars. Zoom on at nineteen. Mickey Gannon, who wins the five diamonds? Well, if Antino jumps with him, G Antino is going to be very, very hard to beat. From barrier two is a slight concern, though, because if he doesn't, then he's going to end up four or five back the fence. Because this eighteen hundred meter start at Rose Hill, well, it is a very, very difficult start, and if you don't start well, you're going to be in strife. Hope in your heart. I would have this horse. Um, I could, could easily get this horse sort of marked eight or nine dollars, but the the draw is a huge concern. But you've got to, you know, you've got to. Hoop in the name of Josh Parr that's just won, um, you know, $10 million race last week. So he's airborne aboard Oban Brumai. He'll put in a good ride. It just depends on how far he has to get back. So, yeah. look, Antino should get the job done if he jumps even. Hope in your heart, the blowout, if they pour on the speed, which I suggest they will because you've got Who Yamal and you've got Zoom on that can roll forward. You've got Palmetto, Antino and all that drawn low that are going to be trying to be an aggressive. So hoping your heart might get her chance, but really, really hard play um, race to, uh, to find a standout base. Yeah. Look, um, obviously Antino $2.45 at the moment, as I look at it, uh, it's there for a reason, not an afterthought race, apparently. So Tony said during the week, um, but, I I like the horse. You know, it's going to be a hard run race. It's it's a it's a big money race. 
there's a couple of horses that are going to get out in front. Um, and I, I really like Zumon. I know he's big odds, but I just like the way he profiles into this race. You know Rachel's going to have him right there on the speed. You know he's going to run 1,800 on his ear. Um, I'm a big Zumon fan at 20 to 1 each way. And look, you can do top four with... Um, you know, with pickle bet, and you can get three fifty a place to run yep. fourth. So, yeah, I I really like the horse today in this race at big odds. So good each way price zoom on there for Bakes and the five diamonds. What about the golden gift for the two year olds here? How do you assess this race, Mickey Gannon? Well, the money for Shangri La Express has been relentless this morning, G. So that's yeah, really really interesting. Two ten yep. pickle bet. I, I was waiting for a price. I was hoping to get sort of two forty two fifty. Maybe we won't get that now. So. Um, might be be a, a race that uh, that we just let through to the keeper, uh, but he 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 was so impressive. Like led, you know, they handed up to him, but led and then ran some of the fastest sectionals of of the meeting um, after leading on debut. Two rods just don't do that very often, so he's really classy, um, classy caught by Alabama Express. I think he'll go on with it. He only has to uh, find the front or sit outside leader, and he'll get the job done. Do you want to take two dollars? Probably not. Do you want to take two dollars fifty? A hundred percent. Yeah, we're here to tip winners, but we're also here to gamble responsibly, G. hundred percent. Well done. Um, what about you, Bakes? Great, great um, wisdom then yeah, for Mickey was, Gannon again. Yeah, that was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, look, once, once again, a, a tough race. I'm not a massive, you know, better in the sort of two-year-old races. Hard to take $2.00. Okay. Uh, two ten, sorry, on Shangri La Express. Look, if I if I was going to have a bet, I'd probably take the horse that ran second to it, Miss Judas. Um, top four, you can get the same, just the same, both the same money as you can get yep. for Shangri La Express. There's your bet. There you go. Top four. I like it with the filly down the bottom there. Jeez, hey, don't yeah. go anywhere. I need your best in Sydney on Five Diamonds Day straight after the ten o'clock news. Morning, G. Do you think Pride of Jenny could win from the front like last start? No, I don't. Um, I don't think she enjoys the quick backup. I think because of the the small nominations, that's why they're backing her up. But I could be wrong. Morning, Gareth. What a disgrace of a decision that was last night at Gloucester Park in the Pacing Cup. It was. They needed to be brave, those stewards. You can't do what Aiden DeCampo did and deck half the field and win a race like that. They need the relegation rule. 10 o'clock news time. You don't know how you met me. You don't know why you can't turn around and say goodbye. All you know is when I'm with you, I make you free and swim through your veins. Like yeah, that's what I used to play to Brett Baker when I first met him. It's our song. Picklebet is involved. Let's get extra <laughs> place every race. Picklebet, stop for betting. You win some, you lose more. I might lose bakes after that. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au and rev up your savings at Kilmore Toyota's used vehicle sale, making way for a new Toyota stock. Hit Kilmore, Kilmore Toyota's website today and view the used vehicle range. I'm heading out to Kilmore Toyota because I need a new car. So I'll be seeing the team there shortly. Um, what about our best bets there at Rose Hill today, Mickey Gannon? Steve wants to know, um, we need your two best, Mickey Gannon. You're at your best in Sydney. We love your work. Regards from Steve. So take it away. Do it for Steve, can you, today, Mickey G? What a man. Love you, Steve. Race nine, number six, Mars Mission, best of the day. Uh, I think it will get the job done. Very, very keen on it on the seven-day backup. Off a really, really good map. And then... 
I'm going to lean the way. I was tossing it between, you want, you want another one. So tossing it between uh, Roots in race six and Miss Hellfire in race three. But because, you know, race three is a little bit earlier, we'll go race three, number one, Miss Hellfire, Steve. So they're the two best of the day. Race three, number one, Miss Hellfire. And uh, race nine, number six, Mars Michon. Bakes, take it away. Your best. Uh, look, I like Touristic in race one. And I did actually like a horse in race nine, and then Gano's put one of his best in there, so I'm not going to I'm not going to. Yes, you are, mate. That. Thank Gano, you, Gano. I'm not going head to head with Gano. I don't want to do it. I you get embarrassed do. every time. No, you don't. Um, People want to hear you, but you've got to stick okay, to Okay, you guns, know what, then? Gringotts. Gringotts to beat Marshall. There he is. I there love you it. Go. There the you son, go. What a man. The son of Perry. Well, there's your Quinella anyway. Yeah. It's probably not your exactor. Anyway, and plundering in race 10 is a bet for me as well. You don't believe in yourself, Bakes. You're a talented tipster. Um, you're an economic whiz. Not only a talent, heard... talented hey, individual. Come on, mate. Let's I think I heard. I think I heard you on Wednesday, Gano, that you rarely bet early. So, are you doing starting prices for yourself because it helps you with your own form? Is that a text or your question, Jake? No, that's a question from one of our listeners. Um, can you repeat it, please? All right, then it's um, basically you were mentioning that you hardly bet on a Wednesday. So do you do your own prices um, to help you with an indication when you do bet, say, on a Saturday? Yeah, absolutely. So on Wednesday, the first thing I do on a Wednesday afternoon is I'll price the entire card and then I will make adjustments and overlays, speed maps, um, prices out in the market, you know, overlaying with bookie prices. And then uh, away we go, G. So it's a process that takes a lot of time, but it starts on Wednesday and finishes on Saturday morning. Beautiful morning, G. It's easy to pot the analysts after the event, especially when they put their dollars where their mouth is. Your team tipsers like Mitchie, Dean and Mick and the likes are very insightful, 100% for us punters. Keep up the good work and the info coming. That's a good point you make, Gaz, because – and prowess, by the way, Gaz says, is my best today in Gringotts. Good man, Can Gaz. do it again in, in Sydney. Um, that, that's at the end of the Gaz. day. This game – like, um, if you like Vauban and the Melbourne Cup and I got it wrong and he didn't show up there, maybe he just exploded off that tough tempo. But it's all like you you, you got to gamble responsibly. But this game is meant to be fun and joyful and people need to have opinions because that's what drives this beautiful game, opinions. And not everybody's opinion is always going to be right because that's what makes this great game. That's the punt. That's how the market is set by different opinions. People yes, if we all agreed, gee, everything would be a dollar and one. Correct. And be pretty um, boring. Yeah, it be would be. Boring. And that's why you've got to have a bit of banter, like Bakes I, taking on Gano. And, and, hey, speaking um, of a bit of banter and a bit of yeah. self-interest here, Jay, I've just got a message from the great tip-off on Twitter that I've had 20 tips at Flemington this week. I'm currently setting second from profit on turnover within the media. Fair income. Would oh, you believe it? Yeah. Well, I would believe it, actually. I would <laughs> believe it. Because you told us you had a massive fill-up yeah. this week. So mm. I would believe it, Gano. Did you really, well, Mickey? You still miss the cut. That's, ter- that's terrible. I missed the cut because on day one they flicked me because I went that bad. There you um, go. Gary, imagine if you imagine if that if you know J Mac yeah. just hadn't gone to sleep on Zardozzi for that. Yeah. Oh, don't. don't. Oh, it's, it's, oh, no, it's, it's, it's sensitive, multi, it's sensitive for Gareth and it's nearly no, just no. sensitive how, for me. How's, how's your J Mac prediction going, Gareth? Blindly <laughs> following the Blue Army and J Mac. <laughs> so what I'll say, that, Gareth, can I just answer a, that one? That's like, a good are, point. That's a good Gareth, point. You're one you of the most loyal, loyal people I've ever yes. met. And sometimes blindly loyal. 
and you've been ice bathing with J-Mac all week, inspiring him to be bigger, better, and stronger. But sometimes there's a lag effect. And I think we'll see the best out of J-Mac post-Flemington Please. Carnival, all which right, you well, can take the credit for. Ana- analyze my tips there on the first day. I was with Spacewalk, Jamie Carr Road, correct? A tissue, and, a tissue and Sadozi were the two best as well. And they were like, you can't... That's like, the lip. That's like playing cricket and smashing it through the covers and looking like you were going to make a stunning hundred and you get bowled around your legs by a warning special and you just I was gonna say bakes ran you out on the yeah. way back before. <laughs> yeah, you gotta shake your head and say, Well, I did everything right and I just it was just a be little bit unlucky. I'd but be running would you, people out would you, would you do it again? Yes, I would do it again. I thought she oh, was percent I'd back Zardozy in the tissue again for sure. Hundred percent. And then um Tuesday wasn't a great day, but we had, I had without a fight for second, but it wasn't a great day. I don't think many people Tuesday had a was great a great day. day Thursday was a good day. Um, we had Sadozi and a few others. So, and Spacewalk, um, never again. But I wasn't tipping Spacewalk, I don't think. Um, How about the thing in the first? Yeah, the paid $14, in fact. Um, How about the bag Asian of tips, Celestial Fury, that, that I tried yeah. to take all the units and you wouldn't let me? Anyway, that's, that's, um, that's why we love this game. Hey, boys, it's been a, a lot nice of fun. It was a nice run at Hawke Street, just quietly. Nice yeah, run. In a very, Fury. very heavy track late in the day. Mm. Yeah. Helped a Got few people out. Help us, helps when the jockeys, Mitchy Bell, listens to listens to instructions. Hey, Bakes, say good day to Mrs. Bakes for us um, oh, and have a wonderful the, day. She's down at the beach with the little person. Oh, oh how good's that? What a life. You wouldn't be allowed to go to the beach, I wouldn't imagine, just yet. Um, thanks for that. Good on you, Mickey Gannon. Enjoy yourself. You were superb on the Sydney set. The Sydney set is growing legs. Unbelievable. Love it. Well done. Thank you, brother. Have a good day. We'll take a quick break. This is winners. Thanks, mate. Thanks uh, to Picklebet and also Kilmore Toyota. On the other side of it, we'll find you some winners. With Benny Set at Flemington, Shane Curlio at Eagle Farm and Terry Layton at Ascot.